The Blood of Olympus, Chapter 45, Nico. About five miles east of camp, a black SUV was parked on the beach. They tied up the boat at a private dock. Nico helped Dakota and Layla help. Hi, I'm Ava. I'm Neve. And I'm Brayden. And this is Return to Camp Half-Blood, the English class that you always wanted. Where we analyze the Percy Jackson and Heroes of Olympus books through a new theme every week. Ava, yeah. Neve, how are we? Half expecting that I wasn't going to get one. You just paused so long. I was like, he's just going to ask Ava how she is. It's only funny the first time. Mm. Yeah. But Ava, how are you? I care more about that. I'm, oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm okay. Um, in a weird limbo state of like, this week feels so incredibly long. Like for some reason, we're, we're recording this on a Tuesday right now. All day, I have thought, I've gone between Wednesday and Thursday for, like, thinking it was a different day. Never have I thought it was today. Um, but it just felt like both Wednesday and Thursday all day. Not a Tuesday. It's no. not a Tuesday, and it's killing me. I've also felt like it was a Wednesday. And it's killing me, because I'm like, I just, I really need some time to take one breath. Um, and there's just a lot of work happening, and I'm stressed, but overall, I'm like... I'm doing okay altogether. You know, I'm n- nothing to really complain about. Just stuff that I signed up to do, and I'm doing it. So yeah, me. I'm good. My senior recital is this weekend. Yeah. Um, which is super weird because at a certain point, there's really not much I can do. I know all my songs, and it's weird to like go to the practice rooms every day and just be like, "Yep, yeah, still." Still know it. <laughs> like, yeah. Know what I'm supposed to do. Still know what's happening. Still know what to do. Yeah. And now I just have to wait until... I think that's why I also was like, it's Wednesday. Because my yeah. brain keeps trying to like shove time forward. Yeah. To be like, you know what you're doing and you know all of this. So just do it now. But I like have a lot of time before I have to do it. Um, which is like relieving. Because at least I'm not stressed about not being able to do the concert. But it yeah. is still like weird. It's like, it's a weird limbo time. I feel like it's just a, a limbo week. Mm-hmm. But how are you, Brayden? You know, <laughs> we're alive. True. And I'm grateful for that. <laughs> um, in like a, wow, yeah, it's rough, guys, not gonna lie, but like, we're making it through. I have a midterm tomorrow that I'm certainly gonna fail, but... Oh, shit. It's the last midterm I ever have to take. Yay! And he reduced it to 5% of the grade, so... 5%? Yeah, so I literally could not... It was originally only even 10%, which is not terrible, but was enough that I had to study. And now, I did study. I've done the practice problems. The best I've gotten is an 80, which is perfectly fine for a 5%. But I got an 80 when I did it in class when he was going over it. So in theory, I should have got a hundred percent, but he was going, he didn't go over the answers, but he went over like how to do it. And I was trying to do it, do the practice problems along. And I was like, so this is the best I can hope for is an 80. I'm certainly coming in under that. (laughs) Um, You'll still graduate. But I will still graduate. And that's really all that matters is getting out of here. (sighs) Um, I am so ready to graduate in... 
Don't say it. Like 53 days. Fucking hell. So. It's not really. That's incredible. And I'm, and we'll also finish Blood of Olympus Hmm. in about 50 days. That's so crazy how we timed that. It's a lot of it. Yeah. I can't remember if it's like the last, it's either like the last chapters or we're like wrapping up the series the week of graduation. That's so insane. Yeah. Look at that. Are, are we getting... Mm, that's a production question. Never mind. doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> um, welcome back to Return to Get Pat Blood. This week, we are discussing the blood of Olympus chapters 45 through 48 through the theme of opposition. Mm. It is my turn to summarize. Mm-hmm. Who would like to time me? <laughs> Neve just likes to get back at you, and so I let her do so every time. <laughs> All right. I'm going to set it for 45 minutes. Oh. Too much time. These chapters aren't that long. Yeah, yeah, you could read them in that long. Out loud. Less than that. This is about a good 30-minute uh, yeah. audiobook read. All right, go. Um, so, they're doing a little sneaky sneak into the camp. He's got a driver. He died in a car. Uh, he did bracing. Um, Nico, Will. Oh my God, he's so cute. But <laughs> Nico refuses to believe that. They kind of got the little bickery thing that um, Percy and Annabeth have because Rick just likes to write that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they mess up the little catapult and they go, Octavian, you fuckhead. And then... Everyone is happy and united. The Athena Parthenos is there. Um, and we're like, oh, maybe things are fine. And then Gia awakens. And that's where we leave off. But there's a lot of Nico pining after Will. More than there is plot. And that's the end. No preach. It is like crazy. He's just like, and his blonde hair. <laughs> and like... Mm-hmm. And how he cares It's like, he's a lot stronger than I, than I thought he was. He's really making me so mad. And I, like, realized that I was, like, leaning on my weight against him. I was like, oh, my God! They're so sweet. I was like, wow, this is not subtle at, at all. Laying it, it on. like, very Percy Annabeth. Like, Rick knows how to write one good... <laughs> Type of relationship. One good type of relationship. One good black eye golden retriever. Yeah. Yeah. But Percy and Annabeth aren't even quite that. They are a little bit. Nico and Will are like such that archetype. The yeah, black cat golden retriever, sun and moon. Yeah. Sun and stars. The terrible title. Of the the up and coming Stop. Nico and Will solo book. Oh my god, I didn't even duet know book. Happening. Duet book. Duet book. There's duet two book. of them. They sing the whole time. No, I know what it means. Um. What What are the songs we have this week? I'll go first. Okay. Mine is um, "Trouble" by Troy Sivan, off the Three Months soundtrack. Gee. Um. It's like. Deep cut. Ooh, Truly. fuck. Am I falling in love with you? Aww. Shit, I didn't mean to do that. Is like, it's like accidental lover. Like, Sweet. why, why you go and like get rid of my common sense? 
is like the lyrics. So it's oh, that's adorable. It's just very Nico and Will. Yeah. Also, I love that movie. Good movie. What it's on Paramount Plus. Three months. It's about um, it is starring Troy Sivan, and he. Oh okay okay. It's about the summer between high school and college, and he is diagnosed at the beginning, or he finds out he slept with someone who was HIV positive um, at the beginning of the summer, and then it, like, checks in each month as you, because you have to, like, get tested three times before you know that you're safe, because that's how long it takes, can take to manifest. Um, So, it's about the that waiting period to find out if he's positive or not. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of pretty heavy, but it's like that sound makes it sound a lot more heavy than it is because it's also like it's a little rom commy. Not rom com is the wrong word. It's it's ve- it's very coming of age movie. Mm. Rom com is wrong. I don't want to spoil the movie, so I won't say why it's wrong. But okay. Um, who else? Would you like to make your game time decision, or should I go first? No, you go. Okay. My song is uh, off the new Fall Out Boy album, which is good. I've decided. They just threw these interludes in there that I hate, because they're just so, like, high school theater showcase, where it's like... Or, like, honestly, reference only the three of us get the production of Love and Information that we were just in. Because it was just, like... like like music like soundscapes with like people talking over it and I was like oh but otherwise the songs are really good um and one of them is called Fake Out and it has literally taken over my brain I listen to it all the time um and the first lyric of the chorus is love is in the air I've just got to figure out a window to break down and that that's just so that's so <laughs> no it's very sweet um so that's why I picked it oh, it's also just fresh. been in my brain all the time recently that's so sweet. I found out recently that I'm doing a dance show right now. Um, and I was leading a... No, this wasn't a day I was leading a warm-up. But I am directing it. So I, I'm often picking the music that we're warming up to. And I just, I've just i been kind of doing a different artist every day. Mm-hmm. I did a follow-up way day. And I found out not good songs to warm up to. Wait. Like, it's, it's, good it's, it's good in, like, a real pumped up, but yeah. the counts are so hard oh, to find. I have a whole playlist of dance warm-up songs. I saw hilarious oh, I, TikTok. I, I, I know, I just get, I get very excited about this kind of stuff. I saw hilarious TikTok that was, like, an interview with Fall Out Boy that was, you know the song was, um, this ain't a scene, it's a goddamn arms brace? Mm-hmm. We, are we familiar? Yeah. So, that song, he, it was a, um, radio interview. And the interviewer was like, I remember the first time I listened, because that song made, like, like top ten billboard charts when it came out. Like, people really liked it. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I remember when I first had to play it, I was like, are they all in the same key? <laughs> and it, listening back to it, no, they're not. Yeah. They're literally such a confusing band. Like, there's... So, I, I actually accidentally cued, like, a live version of, one of, of, like, Phoenix or something. I was like, oh, wow, there's not no beat here. <laughs> I was like, they are not operating within the laws of music that we all understand. They've trans, they've gone above whatever yeah, we understand exactly. music to be. But we did Janet Jackson today, and that was oh my god, a lot easier. Say? Uh, nasty and uh, Rhythm Nation. Slay. I love Janet. In one of my um, dance classes, like two semesters ago, we did a music video 
to a bunch of her songs. She's very fun to dance to. I love Janet. She's an icon. But anyway, my song, oh God. Okay, I was having a lot of trouble picking and I still actually am. Um, I have, I'm, I'm between four songs right now. I think I'm gonna give honorable mention to, so both of you went in the Will Nico direction. Um, and so I will go the thematic direction, but I'll give honorable mention to, I was gonna do um, Turn Me On by the Cherry Pools, which is fabulous. And it's kind of like, ooh, you're interesting and mysterious. What makes you tick? Um, and it's like so Will. Um, which I loved, but, um, uh, uh, oh God. Oh, uh, oh. Ooh. sorry. Oh, so hard. See, can I get input from the two of you? Yeah. Okay. So my three options right now are, are lights by Ellie Goulding. <laughs> no, it's, I'm so right That's though. That's the lights don't stop yes, me turn to stone. No, because it's about <laughs> Nah, that was like number one radio song I know. to stare out the window and like picture like a fantasy like yes. I yes. was like there's there's some sort of fantasy YA novel that it is gave, happening to them it, uh, I was it reminds me for of a really long time that it was in it's not in Divergent no but it reminds not. me I thought it was Divergent. every other Ellie Goulding song is what you're thinking of <laughs> but it, for some reason it's always reminded me of Divergent but anyway it, it just reminds me a lot of like YA books and kind of like of like youthful discovery of like danger and emotion like I love it and it's so good my other two options are um through me in parentheses the flood by Hozier um it's recent and it's so so topical um in terms of like the violence of like the physical earth um which like Gaia um and my last option not to get all musical theater but I've been in a bit of a strong Jesus Christ Superstar era for the past like week and a half um and so my third thought is heaven on their minds um but specifically the Brandon Victor Dixon version from the live one I so. do like that yeah that's a good choice cause it's kind of like Nico trying to convince Octavian and like all of those uh, like his his Centurion and such that like hey like you have it wrong and the real problem is gonna hurt you yeah okay That's I'll do it. can you tell me what the song is again yes I was doing dramaturgy on on lights on by lights by Ellie Golding <laughs> um I chose Heaven on Their Minds from Jesus Christ Superstar specifically the the live version by Brandon Victor Dixon I haven't seen. Oh, there's so many full, of he... these on Spotify. I know. So many people be singing this song. It's really good. I only heard it for the first time, like at By the beginning who's of the it? Brandon Victor Dixon. Hmm. <laughs> Found it. Yay! Thank it's you, so good. It's also topical. Yes. It's almost Easter. Oh, oh, that's true. true. I <laughs> and on the third day, you know what he did? He was dead. He, <laughs> he lived, bitch. Um, yeah. So that's my long-winded song explanation. Love this it. is kind of off-topic, but word. 
What do you mean he rose again? What again implies this is the second time he's risen. <laughs> well, I guess it just means like in the literal sense like he was once alive. Oh, he's and once again he's, rising? Like he's <laughs> like when you like early to bed, early to rise. Once again rising. Like he's once again alive. Like he was alive, then he was not, mm. now he's once again. Well, well yeah. No. He's like not really yeah. alive, but like you get the idea. What were our favorite moments from these chapters? <laughs> I just the Will and Nico banter was excellent. I really loved when it all came to a head and they're in this like serious situation where Octavian's like, I'm going to kill you and everyone you know and like bomb the fuck out of this camp. And then Nico just drops the fact that like he's like, when this ends, I'm not going to any camp. No one, I belong nowhere and like no, no one he wants just, me. Like, and has Will's a- like, you're a little bitch. And it's like, <laughs> these Will- personal issues are happening right now in front of this like major, major problem. Will became one of my new favorites with that passage. He's so funny. He literally was like, no girl, people don't dislike you. You isolate yourself. It was crazy. I was like, that's so fierce. And then it was fierce. I loved Good it. Good for you. Yeah. I, I love him. He like truly put As if Octavia place. wasn't even there. He was yeah. like, no, we're having a discussion right now about how you act. <laughs> so glad to have a child of Apollo representation. <sighs> Slay. Yeah. I also like the contrast of Will and Octavian being from like similar roots. That was so good. Yes. Yeah. Incredible detail. It was. It was so funny. Such a bad roast on Octavian. It was like, you're not a child of Apollo because if you were a child of Apollo, you'd be what? Sick. And, like, it was so <laughs> funny. He was like, you look gassed. He was like, didn't he say like, you're anemic ass? Yeah. That was my second moment. Obviously, he didn't say ass, but the, the, the sense of it was like, yeah. okay, anemic ass bitch. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. I I was I, I love Will. Um, my other favorite moment was um, the all the name like the very necessary name drops of like the Camp Half Blood people that we haven't seen in a hot minute careening yeah. over the hill to like help them. Um, I was even excited to be like, oh okay, Chiron. Yeah, <laughs> here he like, is. You terrible person. You. I just never see him as a white horse, though. Yeah. Me neither. It fucks me up every time. Me I'm neither. Like, that bitch is, like... Coming at me like a dark nut. horse. Right. Katie Perry. So not, white, not white horse Taylor Swift. White Taylor Swift. No, no, no. We're talking no, Katie no. Perry, Juicy J. I just so, love that you remembered the rapper's name. So you want to play with magic. I need everyone to know that for our entire spring break, Ava sang... Dark Horse by Katy Perry. Like, a lot. I did? Yes. I don't remember that. You played It wasn't So Brave. <laughs> yeah, So Brave was not doing it, but she was playing the song while we were on our walk back from 7-Eleven. Oh, I did. Also, listeners, be aware, we are all over 21. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I think they knew that. I think yeah. they know that by Just now. to make sure. You'd be real brave of us. Yeah, true. But just to make so sure. Yeah, no, I, I remember singing it a little bit, but I definitely sang it more than a little bit. She's a beast. I'll, I'll call, call her, her karma. karma. <laughs> Let's take a break. <laughs> All right, we're back. The theme is opposition, which can be taken in a couple different ways. So where would we like to take it first? Hmm. I think... I'm going to take it in the thematic sense, 
first of like not even just it wasn't even just when like the Greeks showed up and were like ready to fight and like that was now an opposition that none of them were expecting um this is not to do with the theme but I just remembered great literally crazy that this worked can we talk about that? Yeah. Like, they were like, Raina's just gonna bring this huge statue as a peace offering, and everyone's gonna be chill all of a sudden. And, like, that worked somehow. Fascinating. I, I'm not even gonna lie to you. I was I got teared up a little bit when they're like, and over the the sun in the gleaming yeah. lights, the, the Athena Barthnos carried by Reyna and the Pegasi and then the eagle swooped down and helped. I was like, this is beautiful. <laughs> it, it, it's like a movie moment, but it's just like, how did that work? Magic. <laughs> I mean, clearly it's about to get a lot worse. No, because I am like, part of it is the, is the Romans are the ones attacking. The Greeks don't really need to be like, Quelled. It's a peace offering, but like kind of to the wrong side. A little bit. But I think it's interesting. That's where I was going to go with this. To the conversation before all that happens, where Nico is like, I'm not going to go to either camp. It's kind of the same opposition problem we saw with Jason. We just haven't talked about it nearly as much. <laughs> and like also like different reactions to that battle. He, he doesn't feel like he belongs anywhere, so he decides chooses nowhere while nowhere. Jason decides both. both. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Typical straight man is like Typical I can have it all. <laughs> okay. Like his ass would. His ass would. It's also, like, part of that is the the tension of the opposition is what leads to that, where it's, like, you're be, when you're being forced to make a choice, sometimes it's easier to just remove yourself from the situation. Yeah, totally. And I do kind of respect that that's Nico's approach. Yeah. Yeah. Where he's, like, I don't know if either of these things make sense for you, and that's fine. I'm very pro- Finding a third option. There's always a third option. The third option that he's trying to choose is kind of sad, but... Yeah. yeah. And he gets roasted for it in front of everyone who's about to fight each other. But it's okay. It's so good. It's It's so public. (laughs) It's so public. I love it. It's fantastic. Um, Fierce. But yeah, I found that interesting. It's not the best writing that like suddenly they kind of know each other they're a little too familiar for people who just met but that's like fine you know but they didn't just meet like they have they do I don't know but like I I don't know Nico just wasn't at Camp Half-Blood that long I get what you mean it's like they have met and do know each other, but it's like the way that they started interacting immediately was a little odd. It's like if, I don't know, maybe it's being socialized as a woman, but like, I feel like if I saw an acquaintance or like even like a friend, I'd be like, oh, hey, like instead of just like immediately starting to roast the shit out of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like their dynamic was just established out of the gate. Yeah. But like, it was like sort of, 
I think that some of the comments of like like Will being able to sense that Nico's bringing himself to like a place where like his like he's using his powers in a way that like he might not be able to recover from. Yeah. Also, like makes the relationship a little like more comfortable past. To, like, know that, like, in like arguably intimate thing about a person, like, I feel like makes it so that Nico is, A, much more on the defensive, because he's like, how the fuck do you know that, Rando? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then makes that relationship start a lot faster, you know? Yeah, it's also the, like, the opposition that is set up between them of, like, opposing personalities. Oh, yeah. And that, like... Nico is such a, like, keep-to-himself-take-care-of-himself kind of person. And Will is, like, off the bat, we're being introduced to him as a putting other people first, even if you don't know them very well. Yeah. And it's, like, I wouldn't say, like, Nico's, like, a bad person or, like, selfish in a bad way. Yeah. But, like, he's taking care of himself and keeping to himself. Right. And, like he's not helping or hurting or hurting other people is kind of the way he approaches the world because he believes he will put out more harm than good. So he believes the best thing is just to stay away. Whereas Will is a little nosy. (laughs) For sure. And like, but coming from like a really sweet place. Yeah. Yeah. I was very sweet. He is. I was really reminded of why I like Nico in these chapters too in that like some people like Nico in a like oh he's so cute kind of way no he's angry but I'm like for a good reason but he's angry in a way that like there's something that fandom does a lot and it's infantilized oh yeah queer male characters in a and, like, characters in general, but it happens a lot to to queer male characters, specifically. Yeah. In a way of, like, oh, it's a man who's not threatening. Yeah. In a way that both minimizes, like, how sexism and gender works and, like, is a little homophobic and bothers me. Yeah. But... No, it's fair. That I is, mean, literally mere chapters ago, we watched this man kill someone. Yeah. yeah. Like, in self-defense, but, like... It was a it was a murder. Yeah, but I was reminded that I li- like Nico so much because I be thinking the same thing. Like I just really see myself in the character, and particularly in these chapters, I was like, <laughs> he was a point where I was like, I realized he was leaning against me, and I was like, don't touch me. <laughs> like <laughs> I also thought of you when I read that. Yeah. Um, There's just like a lot of ways that I was like, ah, uh, yes, I just see myself in a lot of actually his just like more negative qualities are in like that is something that I struggle with like inside myself as well yeah Yeah. that's hilarious that you say that because I really saw myself in a lot of qualities that Will exhibited camp and they were roommates (laughs) camp 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 (laughs) um the other key place opposition is is the Greeks versus the Romans. Oh, well, yes. You're like, true. obviously. True. But I think... <laughs> we've been saying for so long that there's no real meaning behind the Heroes of Olympus. Yeah. Like, the overarching story. 
And then all of a sudden, I'm like, this is too heavy-handed. Like, we've... (laughs) And I guess I found out that's my problem with the writing of this series, is that there is something being said, but it's not woven throughout it well, that it's like, when we talk about it, it's just so hammering over your head, and it's not subtly there at all. Where it's like... We all have to come together to fight climate change. Yeah. Is exactly how these chapters ended. And I was like, like, yeah, but wow. Could this be more literal? Yeah. It's that. And then it's like the next chapter, chapter will be like, so I was walking and then I saw a squirrel, like nothing about the theme whatsoever. Yes, exactly. It's like, we just have been talking about so many other things for so long that, like, the first series, the theme of, like, the, the black and white morality yeah. and, like, capitalism versus socialism yeah. kind of narrative was so woven into everything. Yes. Yes. I agree. And I think, honestly, the new rating of these books, moving from, like, whatever, like fourth through sixth grade like pre-middle school level like that the original series was moving to YA I feel like made it that he didn't have to work as hard you know because like fourth graders are not going to be like mm, capitalism like you you can't yeah. say things like that right in and also like picking a more like scary imminent like all around you. It's much more existential. It's yeah. like a lot more clear than like a government system. <laughs> so yeah. I think it was also like how clear like the the metaphor was as well. Just like when you mention Gaia, you have to keep saying she's the earth because that's to conceptualize like what that is. Right. And then that makes the metaphor really heavy handed, you know? Yeah. But therefore, like, he decided for most of it that was like, oh, they're older readers. I don't need to spell it out for them. Exactly. But there's a difference between spelling out a theme and writing a theme that is carried throughout your narrative. Yeah. And I think that there was honestly a more, an interesting theme going on in this set of chapters and in the past set of chapters, like, since with this, like, plotline at Camp Half-Blood of, like, finding out where, like, who they've aligned themselves with, like, Octavian, at least, has aligned the Romans with, like, aligning with the wrong people, and, like, now they have all these monsters that have showed up that are, like, you know, not, not loyal to anyone or anything, and it was, like, that was interesting, and we just breezed past it. Yeah. Like, we, like, uh, like they acknowledge, like, what are all these monsters doing here? But it was, like, such a, it was something that I was, like, we could have gone a little more into, like, this and, like, had Octavian, like, have to reason for it and, like, defend his choice or whatever. And, like, yeah. had more of a, had more of a story going with, like, to get your point across, sometimes you partner with the wrong people. And then it, it was just totally yeah. dropped. It's right? also, like... It's so heavy-handed that the Romans are Republicans, and, (laughs) like, it's, like, it just keeps going in, more and more in on that narrative, too. Yeah. 
Which or is fine. Or at least like, but... like right leaning. Yes, it's it's. A, you just yes. think about like the 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 vibe. That yes, I, I Americanized this. Yeah. Of like, like, not like. They're not like hippies, but just like they're in the. But woods. they're they're, they're in and the they're world. a lot less militaristic, and they're like, <laughs> like it's just, and like, Octavian is clearly an authoritarian, and it's just it's yeah, it's very it's, 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 it's so authoritarian hard. and a little nationalist. Oh, a little girl. The they're walking around like constantly like hail Rome. Yeah, they, it's like they're greeting in Dubai. Like yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. In a way yeah. that like. I don't know if you could write the book like this today. In a way that it's... There what are the, be, the, what are the I think, always say? This is not your grandfather's Republican Party or whatever. Yeah, yeah it kind of minimizes the danger of the, like, authoritarian, authoritarian yeah. nationalism. Because it, like, kind of makes it seem like they're... Like, they make points a lot of yes. the time. It is the, like... It is there are good people on both sides mentality. Yeah. Who are just being corrupted by a strong... It's like... Mm-hmm. And it's because... And like, so when was this written? Like it's, 20... I mean, I before this, everything, girl. This is 2014, yeah. maybe? So, people still somewhat had that ideology. Yeah. I, I do think pre-Trump, the narrative of there are good people on both sides... Had was a lot more I mean, widespread. Yeah. Yeah. It was still wrong. It was. Right. Yeah. But it's like, but, I, 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 I mean, I don't know if wrong Rick is the right word, less but to explain. there are bad people on both sides for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rick, I think Rick has less to like explain for given when it was published. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. Grammar was some shit, but you know what I mean? But it, therefore it makes it looking back. It's, it's not that it's wrong, but it's a little difficult because yeah. of that, like, their communities, and that they're written as communities, therefore they can't really be metaphors for political parties, because political parties are developed out of the set of different ideologies within the same community. Yes. Whereas these are, like, essentially warring countries. Yeah. yeah. So the metaphor the doesn't quite work. These are like nation structures, like empires. I mean, they they. Pretty yeah. Much. And I guess you could argue that like that's a wider metaphor too, is like, all Just like countries. Yeah, like countries like arguing yeah. with each other in any way, but it is just like so heavily Beyond implied that it's like the opposing sides of political ideologies, just yeah. based on like what they're both written like. Yeah. Yeah. And I do think that makes sense because of like where dem- like modern day Democrats and Republicans got their ideologies. But no, I, I get what you're saying about it being like, like almost more of like a nationalist body. Yeah. Sass bullets. Oh, um, we <laughs> mentioned it briefly, um, but I I quite literally copied and pasted it because I love it. Um, no, Will Sully shoved Nico out of the way and got in Octavian's face. I am a son of Apollo, you anemic loser. My father hasn't shown anyone the future because the power of prophecy isn't working. <laughs> like, he... <laughs> you anemic ass. First of all, the anemic thing was hilarious, but, like, also, like, 
he totally it's just it's so relatable and that like he totally thought he like went in on him in like that next sentence when he's like haha like it's it's like when someone's like we don't even have um oh what am i thinking of i have no idea what are you thinking of queen um we'll come back to you okay um my moment is will scowled hey we're scouting the enemy we we took precautions you dressed in black Nico noted, with the sun coming up. This is, it was so unfortunate. It is like, yeah, that was kind of, it like, was, it was an L. And like it they was got, an L for sure. Yeah. Ooh. Terrible camouflage skills. I know what I'm trying to refer to now. All right, let's see. Okay. This will be maybe a little better. Um, he like low-key burns himself and just like the world instead of like roasting Octavian by being like my father hasn't shown anyone in the future because the power of prophecy isn't working that is the same energy as in the Spongebob Squarepants musical in Plankton's song when he goes you've got something up your sleeve I'm a one celled organism I don't even have sleeves oh there you go okay I get it so it's like it like kind of backfires in the sense of like he really thought he did something I see now. I see how you got here. Yeah. I don't know if I agree, but I see how you got here. Yeah. It just reminded me of it. Mine is, take this, Will said. You want me to chew gum? It's medicinal. Should keep you alive and alert for a few more hours. Nico shoved a stick of gum into his mouth. Tastes like tar and mud. Stop complaining. Yeah. Also, a few more hours? Damn. (laughs) He was like, it'll get you through a little bit. I don't know. Hopefully you recover from this. Offerings. My offering is for Nico. Yeah. He, he carried. Okay. He did carry, but I'll give mine to Will because I just wanted to make sure someone gave one to Nico first. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. You could give it to Reina. She was oh, here. Oh, girl boss. Wait. Oh, but also Clarice. They were both here. And Grover. Grover was here for like one line. Grover was here. He got those earth spirits. I'm gonna give mine to Grover because he was there. He was there, he huh? He was there. And I missed him so much. Grover Underwood comfort character. And are we all voting off Octavian? Yup. At least I am. He was real. Real nasty. I also just like the depictions of like his like crazy eyes. Yeah. Freaky. Get a little scary. Freaky. I, I do wonder. If and how this man will die. But yeah, I don't only time shall tell. Only time shall tell. Yeah. And with that, that is all for this week, folks. Join us next week where we will be discussing... Chapters 49 through 52 through the theme of congruence. Make sure to follow us on social media. We're at Return to Camp on every platform that matters. And we also have a coffee account and a Redbubble store and a website, www.returntocamp.com. Protect your peace. Yay! Oh, true.